0: By fantasy thriller, I'm Jeremy Fair. My pronouns are he/him, and I will be the dungeon master.
1: My name is Megan Kelleher. My pronouns are she/her, and I play Ava Elkin, whose pronouns are also she/her. I'm Cage. I'll be playing Sol Red Boothammer, and both of our
2: pronouns are she/hers.
3: I'm Danny. I'll be playing Whiskey, and both of our pronouns are she/hers.
4: I'm Rob. I'll be playing Info O Scott, and our pronouns are he/they.
5: I'm Adam Deweese. I go by he/him, and I'll be playing Doctor Shepherd, who goes by
0: they/them. Last time on Eclipse, you all were answering a call for help from the planet of Chandos. Um, The planet of Chandos is about 98% water. The little bit of land that the planet does have is mainly swamps and very rocky spires that kind of jut out of this massive ocean. At all times, it's almost a constant storm on this planet. And some of the most intelligent, certainly the most friendly of the surface dwelling creatures are the Aarakocras. The Aarakocras have been working with the Lord's Alliance recently. They have become their allies and the Lord's Alliance is trying to help them get to a point where they can soon begin to have space travel of their own. And they've been helping them build up their technology and they've been helping them in all these different ways. Um, But this distress signal says that something very strange is happening on the planet The storms have gotten way worse, and on top of that, something has come and destroyed the most of the technology that has been provided by the Lord's Alliance. So you have all come to investigate this, and after a couple days' travel, you went into the atmosphere of the planet, and of course, it was a giant storm, and suddenly you all got struck by some enormous bolt of lightning. The bolt of lightning was so powerful that it shut all the power off in the eclipse. And the ship actually was free falling for quite a few seconds before um, the engineers on, on your ship were able to get the engine back running and you were able to actually stop it from falling. Once the power has been restored on the monitor, you notice that three very large blue drakes are flying around the eclipse in this storm. And the last thing that you saw was one of them was charging up um, another lightning blast. That lightning blast is going to launch and ring out towards the eclipse. And with a 22, it will hit. So the eclipse will get hit with lightning, taking seven damage. And once again, all the power will just flicker and the screens will kind of go off for a second. But this blast was not strong enough to turn the engine off once again. Why don't we all go ahead and roll initiative?
5: Jeremy, real quick, I know there's a couple different components of the Eclipse that have, like, different uh, healths and stuff. Do we have, like, an overall health for uh,
0: for the Eclipse? So basically each of the different parts have their own HP. The helm, the engines, the weapons, and the sensor array. Essentially, if the helm is destroyed, you won't be able to control the ship very well. If the engines are destroyed, you won't be able to move the ship. So they all affect all the other parts of the ship basically the engines are probably the most important part as they keep it floating and without the engines it you know it it will fall
5: okay that lightning blast could we tell what like what component it hit or
0: um it seems to be affecting the engines the most the first one kind of rang through all the electronic system it seemed to just just like how you can cast spells out of the ship through the large crystal coil um, it seems like it hit the crystal coil and it is disrupting all the features inside of the ship.
5: Well, I got a 13
0: initiative.
1: Five. 10. 22.
0: 14. All right. So that means Ava goes first.
1: All right. So this is my first time doing ship combat on this ship. So bear with me. <laughs> so I think I want to go to the... So our weapons are the Sonic Hammer, the Claw, and the Zapper, right? Correct. Okay. I think I'm gonna go to the Claw and attempt to get one of these guys in the Claw.
0: Claw, real good.
1: Yeah, so range 200 feet. What's the the hex here? How far away are they? We might not be close enough.
0: Um, Yeah, I would imagine that they're probably more than 200 feet away at this point.
1: Oh yeah, they're like almost a thousand feet away. So not so so close close call there on that one. Just reach just stretch it. Just uh yeah, hyper extend that claw. Um
0: and all three of them are just slightly smaller than the ship itself, and they're kind of just flying around in this storm. It's really difficult to get very close to them.
1: So none of our ship weapons are gonna reach them at this point. Um we are how far away from where we were supposed to land?
0: Um, you're not really sure. You had, you were at, you were going right towards the main Arakocra city, so you, you know you're within a few miles of it. But then with the storm, and then you just, you all just got attacked. you're not really certain how close you are but it's you know it's only a couple miles away you're not like hundreds of miles away or anything
1: and does the ship have movement the way that like a person has movement
0: whoever is controlling the helm could use their action to move the ship
1: oh I see okay and who's controlling the helm right now
0: Uh, at the moment you were all just kind of gliding and I think you were telling Gary to just lower into the atmosphere I don't think anyone was actively at the helm
1: okay I'll get I'll grab the helm I'll get get myself in that helm area and I will, can I sort of determine where the direction we were heading was at this point? Or have we completely lost our bearings?
0: Um, if you'd like to use the sensors, you could try to use the sensors to see where you are in relation to the city.
1: I would like to use the sensors so we can figure out what direction we want to head in. Um, so we'll do that. Is that an action?
0: Yeah, so you can use your action to scan. Um, and you can, you can access the sensors from the engines, the starboard gondola, or the helm.
1: Okay, so I'll access the sensors and I'll scan and see, um, you know, get get our bearings where are we trying to get to.
0: Okay. So, yeah, you go ahead and you do a scan, and it seems that you are currently about four miles um, away from where the city is. You do know that the city is built on a series of these rock spires um, high up above the waves. But... It's there's so much rain and wind, and it's you know dark outside in the, in the middle of the storm that you can't really see it visually.
1: Yeah, so I will I will use sensors and then I will yeah try and move the ship in that direction, which I think is going to bring us closer to one of the Drakes. But that's also good if we want to hurt it. So, all
0: right, so you're going to be able to access the sensors, you um, find out exactly where you are in relation to the city, and you can begin to propel the thrusters in the direction of the Arakocra city. Is there anything else that you would like to do?
1: That's all I can do. Um, Yeah.
0: Okay. So as the eclipse is heading west, you're, you're moving away from two of the drakes, but you are moving towards one of them. The drakes are next in initiative. One of them is going to pull its wings back, causing it to rise suddenly into the air with the wind. It is slightly above the ship, and it is going to kind of soar closer and release another arc of lightning. Uh, With a 10, the lightning bolt goes right over the top of the eclipse and it does not connect. Um, If you check the sensors, you can just see that the other two drakes are moving quickly after the ship, following from behind. It does not seem like they are able to get close enough to actually hit the ship, though, within that one turn. So we will move on after the drakes to Info. Info, what would
4: you like to do? Yeah, I'm going to use the Sonic Hammer, and um, I am going to do a second level. Info's going to throw out a second level Chaos Bolt through the sp- the hammer. Okay. That's a very Info-esque spell, Chaos Bolt. And that's a dirty 20.
0: All right, a 20 will hit. So what does Chaos Bolt do?
4: Uh, Chaos Bolt, you hurl an undulating, warbling mass of chaotic energy at one creature in range. Make a ranged spell attack. On hit, the target will take uh, 1d8 plus 1d6 damage, another d6 for the second level. Uh, Choose one of the d8s. The number rolled on that die determines the the attack's damage type as shown below. So let me roll.
0: Okay, Um, because you are casting it through the ship's Sonic Hammer, I will allow you to deal double damage.
4: So there's 8 plus 6, so that's 14. So you just want to double that, or should I roll a second time?
0: Oh, you can just double that. So you're going to launch this Chaos Bolt straight through the Crystal Coil, out of the Sonic Hammer, and it just nails this drape um, in the middle of this storm for... Twenty-eight damage. Oh, nice. Um, you definitely can see on the sensors that this causes it to back up a little bit, and it definitely seems like it's been highly affected by this attack. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Nope. All right. So then we go to Doctor Shepard. So Doctor Shepard, you have uh, both Ava and Info in the helm um, because that's where you need to be the fly the, uh, to use the sensors, fly the ship, and then also to use the. Sonic Cannon, where are you on the ship, and what do you plan to do?
5: Uh, I'm also going to be running to the helm, so I don't know how crowded it's going to be in here, but I'm going to run over to the, uh, the shields control panel, and I'm going to uh, raise the abjuration shields for us. Uh, it increases the AC of all four main components by three. Um, if helm or engines go down, then the shields uh, auto go down also. Okay yeah, Dr. Shepard's going to throw the shields up on the panel, and then um, if I've got any movement left, I'm going to start heading towards that claw. Dr. Shepard really likes a claw, and I don't think I've gotten to use it yet, and I think he's always wanted to, Uh, so I'm just going to start heading towards it.
0: Okay, Um, so when you reroute some of this energy into the abjuration shield, you do increase the AC, but that does... Take away some of the energy from the attack systems, and so they do a lesser amount when you use the, the various attacks.
2: <laughs> Nothing bad could come from this. I'll still
5: do that because I see Ava's kind of trying to like fly away from these things. So I'm thinking we're we're more we're probably more in defensive mode right now than let's kill these three assholes.
0: There is also the option to warp, which uh, launches you somewhere random. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't recommend it, but just wanted to remind our listeners that that is always an option where they can go, depending how they roll, up to 100 million miles within their intended destination.
1: Yeah, we're like, a, like an hour's walk away. But let's go in. Let's launch ourselves into the fucking sun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Escape those drinks.
5: No, not at all. I now. I, Jeremy I do promise you we we will use that sometime in the course of this
0: campaign but it is not today I don't think
4: <laughs> but I'm gonna call it the Voyager maneuver All right so now we're gonna
0: go to whiskey whiskey what would you like to do?
3: Well I want to use some magic so'm I'm, I'm probably gonna have to to shove info out of the way I'm feeling a little fiery I want I want to go ahead and uh, cast my firebolt
0: It is 3d10 fire damage and if the abjuration shields were down, it would be 4d10 fire damage. Sorry.
3: That's okay. Um, so I just use my regular roll to hit?
0: Yep. Whiskey rolls a 17. Yeah, 17 will hit. And you're firing at that nearest Drake.
3: Yeah. So 16 damage, does that look right?
0: Yep. All right. So you're going to shoot the fire bolt at that closest Drake, the same one that was hit with the chaos bolt, and it will take 16 damage on top of the 28 damage it already had taken before. It's kind of hard to see it unless you're looking out some of the different windows and things on the ship. But it does seem to come out of the view of the sensors. So it's uh, at least putting some distance between the drake and the ship. But you definitely do not see it drop into the sea or anything like that. It still seems to be airborne.
3: All right. Well, I will sort of slip out of the way. So if someone else needs to use some magic.
2: Yeah. uh, Solrad has no magic. (laughs) Well, uh, then I think I might use the zapper which is exactly where I am on the map already anyway. Um, So I need to make an engineering uh, roll to hit. Uh, That's a 17
0: to hit. All right, a 17 will hit. So the zapper is located on the starboard gondola. It's the only detachable part of the ship. Um, It has a range of 600 feet, and it deals 3d8 lightning damage.
5: I don't know if anyone's ever got to use this dang zapper
0: before. I don't even know what it looks like.
2: 14 uh, lightning
0: damage then. Alright, so it connects with the drake, um, but as far as you can tell, the drake is unaffected.
2: Great! <laughs> <laughs> Love it!
0: Live
5: and learn. Live and learn, though. Add into our Pokedex of knowledge. Is there anything
0: else you would like to do?
2: Um. Well, if she recognizes that that didn't work, she's probably not going to hang around that location, because she probably won't try that again. So she'll probably like go to, the um, I think she'd make her way towards like the engine room just in case repairs need to happen because there's a lot of people in the helm right now. I feel like that area is pretty well taken care of. So I think, yeah, she'll, she'll be ready with the wrenches uh, just in case.
0: Okay, and that's probably a good idea because that's where you would need to be um, if the engine fails again. All right, so then we'll move to Ava. Ava, you are still in the helm. What are you doing?
1: I'm going to, I think, continuing to try to lose them, at least for one more turn, because it's rainy and foggy, and I want to see how fast they can fly. I don't want to lead them right to where we're going, but if we could lose them, that would be the best.
0: Okay, so you're able to just continue to propel the ship to the west and put a little bit of distance between... Uh, the ship and the drakes. And so you do see that they are now a couple hundred feet further behind all of you. And um, though you can see them on the sensors, they the storm is, is definitely too thick that you cannot visibly see them anymore. Uh, would you like to do anything else? Or what is Apricot doing?
1: Uh, Apricot is... I don't know. I think sh- I don't personally need her to help me fly right now. Um I I maybe she went to the engine room with Solred with a wrench. Just following with a wrench like bouncing bouncing behind.
5: <laughs> Apricot has no idea we're in a fight right now. Apricot's just like happy to have a wrench.
1: Apricot believes we are always in a fight. <laughs>
2: I'm 100% not mad about it.
0: Does Apricot have like a space proof hamster ball that like she could roll around in, like, through water or the air or whatever, because that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, we'll say that it, I guess it would have to be really big, because ferrets are bigger than hamsters, but yeah, she it's, it's large. It's like
0: a basketball? Or even bigger?
1: I was picturing, like, maybe, like, waist-high. Like, huge. <laughs> it's just very big. Like a BB-8? Yeah. <laughs> she needs her space. <laughs> it like,
0: commands the ship like a Star Wars droid.
1: Do we have air inside the ship? Or are we, like, jet or nah?
0: There's air in the ship, yeah.
1: Yeah, so then she's okay in the ship.
0: It's an artificial atmosphere. Okay, so then we go to the drakes. Though you put some distance between you, all three drakes are going to fly forward. It seems like they have no problem navigating through the storm. Well, that answers Um, that question. And they are going to attempt to attack the ship again. So the first drake will launch its lightning, but it only gets a nine The second one also gets a (laughs) 9. And the third one gets a 12. So it does seem that your maneuvering is complex enough that though they're able to keep up with the ship, you are able to dodge each of their lightning breath attacks.
2: Apricot and Solred high-five each other.
0: (laughs) Then we will move back to info. Info, they are closing in on the ship. It's only through Ava's maneuvering that, that you are able to dodge these attacks. What are you doing? Okay,
4: let's see here. Uh, well, Info and Whiskey are both like one cheek on the seat. <laughs> uh, so um, since I'm limited to one spell attack per turn. I...
1: Do robots have cheeks?
4: Probably. It's probably molded on. He has just a shiny a, yeah. metal butt.
2: Shiny metal ass.
1: It's my fa- it's my favorite Philip K. Dick book. Do robots have cheeks? Let's
4: see here. I can see the Drakes, right? Um, you
0: can see them on the sensor, but you cannot visibly see them through the windows or anything. Damn. But you know their location relative to the ship.
4: Yeah, let me do something dumb. Um can I <laughs> uh could info enlarge the eclipse <laughs> <laughs> double its size in all dimensions
1: oh hell yeah cool yeah you can do it do we get big too
4: um so the ship would get double
0: and then all of you would remain the same size. oh shit that might, <laughs> that might
1: not be good. yeah that
4: sounds like fun uh no, oh you just God. go in.
2: i'm just gonna be like a, yeah why the hell not i can't reach the controls anymore <laughs> Now I don't need apricot for all the little tiny spaces because now they're now they're dwarven sized.
0: <laughs> Cast enlarge on the eclipse. Explain to me what happens. Now
1: now apricot's the size of like a, a proton.
4: Uh, it's kind of like uh, the effect of Ant Man, super size. Just goes, and it just like locks up into double size in all dimensions.
0: All right, so. You cast in large and the eclipse doubles in size. You are all still in the same rooms that you were in before, but everything is exactly twice as large. It does seem like you'll have some difficulty reaching some of the controls, but it's not so enormous that it's like impossible. This isn't like a Alice in Wonderland situation, um, but they're definitely larger and you are much larger in comparison to the drakes now. And you are also much closer to the drakes oh nice and that's all info's got for his turn all right so the eclipse is doubled in size um now these very large drakes are just normal large drakes and you all feel quite small even though you're actually the same size so we'll go to shepherd shepherd what are you going to do
5: I'm going to try my damnedest to climb up on this gigantic ass chair into the claw.
0: You might be able to. You're tall. Whiskey, on the other hand. (laughs) And everything.
5: Well, hey, now whiskey and info might fit in the seat together uh, and not have to share one
4: cheek at a time. It's like a throne. Yeah, we're both in the seat still.
1: And because nothing was communicated to us, I feel like there's there's every reason for us to believe that that was why he did it.
4: Yeah, I don't like having half a butt cheek hanging off.
5: Or they try to just make the chair bigger and... Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm going to climb up in this chair for this claw. And you mentioned that now that we're so much bigger, we're actually like closer to them. Am I now able to reach within, I believe it is 200 feet for the claw?
0: Yes, you are. And the claw is big enough to grab one of these things, like its entire torso instead of just before it might have been like its neck.
5: Oh nice! Yeah, I'm gonna grab it just like just like a claw machine at, at Dave and Buster's. I'm gonna grab the thing around its body or try to because I uh, I'm scrolling to find the, the exact roll I need to make for this. Um.
0: <laughs> yep. So the claw has two possible actions: bash and grab. Which one would you like to use?
5: Yeah, I want to grab this thing. I want to grab if if they're all within range. I want to grab the one that's weakest. I'm assuming that if I can like grab it and hold it in place, maybe, um, maybe those that are manning the like attacks would be able to, you know, hit it better. So I want to try to grab that one.
0: All right, make a sleight of hand plus intelligence check. Hand.
5: My sleight of hands plus two somehow, um, sixteen. All right, and then my I mean my int is um, my int's plus three, so that'd be a nineteen total.
0: All right, so nineteen will hit. The drake that has already been hit twice, um, well actually three times but one of the attacks did not affect it, um, that is the one that you're able to grab with the claw. You grab it and it lets out this loud roar, though you're not all able to hear it over the wind, and you see it struggling and flapping its wings in a panic, um, but you have managed to grab it right around its torso and it's definitely caught in the claw. Okay.
5: Yeah, that's all I want. I'm just gonna... I mean, I think that'd be like all my movement and everything and climb up the chair and then to like <laughs> try to maneuver these buttons and shit.
0: The claw. The master. It
3: chooses.
0: <laughs> um, we go to Whiskey. Whiskey, you feel very small.
3: Well, I do. I don't like this. Uh, Howard is very unhappy. <laughs> and, um...
5: It's unusual.
3: Can I... Can I reach what I need to reach to cast a spell through the ship?
0: Why don't you make a acrobatics check? Climb right up on the, uh... Climb right up there.
3: Uh, hell no. <laughs> Can't do that.
4: Climb on Info's <laughs> arms.
3: That was a three. Oh my goodness. Dana Info.
4: Wait, wait! Have Howard help you somehow.
3: <laughs> he can only do it if it's a touch spell.
5: Oh. Oh, yeah, he can only give you advantage with the help action or something.
0: So, Whiskey, since you are a gnome, you... Halfway. ...are being vertically challenged in this situation. You try to jump up onto the thing, and you're just not quite able to pull yourself up to the control panel.
3: All right, well, damn. Um,
0: I'll let you have another action, or just a, a normal action, besides just attempting to climb up onto the, the chair, though, if you want to uh, try to do something else.
3: I mean, I'm... There's not a whole lot I could do that would be useful because I'm small. Uh, so I will just turn to info and punch him in his metal arm. Info just kinda looks at him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so then we'll move to Solred. Soulred, what would you like to do? You are right in be- you're right in the room that's above the sleeping quarters, which is in between the engine room and the starboard gondola.
2: I'll, I'll probably head to the engine room um, I don't think we have any damage right now, right?
0: Nope.
2: Um, but the engine room is where you can use the sensor array um, so I think I'll want to make like a scan just to make sure that there aren't any like vessels that are like closing in on us we can't see anything so like just make sure nothing else is creeping up on us <laughs>
0: All right, so you'll activate the scanner and you'll hear Geary go, Now wow, scanning. scanning. And on the display screen, um, you will notice the three drakes. Oh, yeah. And about a mile and a half off, you will see four blips appear. Um, you're not sure what they are. They do seem a little smaller than the drakes. Um, certainly not as big as your ship, but there are you are picking up four other blips coming towards you all from About a mile, mile and a half away.
2: Cool, 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 cool. Uh, yeah, so she'll probably jump on that, that ye olde Magicom and uh, let everybody else know, like, y'all, we got a company, a little far away, but you know, <laughs> we should probably be careful.
5: Do the Arakokra have uh, flight vessels yet? Do we, I know we were trying to get the Arakokra to space travel. Do they have like airplane
4: you know like non are they aeronautically capable
5: yeah like would we have any reason to believe that this would be aarakocra coming at us or or have they not even reached that stage yet like airplane stage
0: well it is coming from the direction of their settlement but you you know that they don't have like vessels like that um but they also can fly So you don't know how necessary that kind of stuff would be for them? Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
1: Feels like it would be a low priority for them.
2: So, uh, looks like it's coming from the settlement. Could be friendly, could be foes.
4: Cool.
5: Do you like Dungeons & Dragons lore? Do you like Drunk History? Well then, Lore and Poor is the show for you, where we combine the two, Drunk Dungeons & Dragons lore, I'm Adam DeWeese, and I'm the host and I bring on a cast of rotating guests and we hang up before the show, have a few drinks, and then they are given their topic 30 minutes prior to pressing the record button where they study up on the topic, and then we hit record, and whatever they say goes, they are treated as if they are the leading experts in the field. And I ask the questions that you never thought you needed to ask. Such as, how do mind players go to the bathroom?
4: Yeah, they just go one
5: one time and it's PM and poop and it's green. What's the most dangerous creature in the astral plane? It just pinch it. You know? Yeah. Just... And that whale is like, you know They what? got pinchers?
4: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you do, do they know have the pinchers?
5: pinchers? Who would win in a fight, a tarasque or a bear? A Tarrasque. Two bears. A Tarrasque. The hawk. The hulk? The hawk from the Avengers. A Tarask. Two hawks.
0: Probably still the tarasque
5: and what is the currency like in the Nine Hills? And it didn't seem worth it to
4: me. I was running low on uh, St. New Relics. Finger bones. That's right, yes, finger bones. I had a jawbone, but who wants to break a jawbone for a pair of skis?
5: I mean, really. Find the answers to all these questions and much, much more, whether they're accurate or not, on Lorempore. poor You can find Lauren poor on the Majesticus Network and wherever you download your podcast every other Monday right now.
1: You find yourself in the midst of an endless frozen field. This would be difficult terrain for all but the most elite warriors, but you're no stranger to this punishing climate. You stand alone with nothing but your trusted silver blades and your most resplendent custom-made armor. This is it, the final encounter in a quest for gold that's brought you all over the world. You've been training your whole life for this, and you're ready. If
3: this sounds exciting, have we got great news for you about competitive figure skating. Join us at the Ice Tea Podcast, the podcast where we spill the tea on figure skating. Whether you're a diehard fan or you just saw Yuri on ice once and you thought it looked kind of cool, we're here to recap major events, interview your favorite skaters, break down the drama, and do the incredibly important sports
1: journalism of rating the quality of plushies thrown out onto the ice. We may not be technical specialists, but we are comedians with a lot to say. Check us out at bit.ly slash iced or by searching the iced tea podcast wherever you get your pods.
0: And then we'll go to Ava. Um, You are not as small as Whiskey. You can see Whiskey struggling to get up onto this thing. Uh, What would you like to do? I feel like you still have to, like, you know, kind of jump up a little bit to get to the controls. But you don't have to, like, literally climb up the way that Whiskey did.
1: Yeah, I feel like if I stand up in the chair, I'm probably okay. Right. So, question about the ship control first. Is it like a car where I have to have my foot on the gas at all times or am I more just, is it more like an airplane where it's kind of just flies itself?
0: You just can kind of set it in a direction and Gary will continue to go in that direction unless you decide to change.
1: Okay, so we won't nosedive if I step away for a second. No. Right, because no one's sitting there all the time anyway. Okay.
0: As long as the engines don't go out you should just continue forward.
1: In that case I want to hop over, I want to help Whiskey up to where she needs to be because I can't really do a ton in that way <laughs> that that whiskey could. So I would like to use my acrobatic abilities to help um, get whiskey up there.
5: So are you are you just holding whiskey up like a like a like a kid at the fair, you know, putting a, put whiskey on your shoulders so she can reach the cannons and shit.
3: Thank you.
0: So I don't think you need to roll. I think you can just reach down and use your action to just pick whiskey up. And pull her up um, onto the chair where she can reach the controls.
1: Yeah, I just like yeet her. It's like I mean, I'm <laughs> for my frame of reference, it's like a like a triple a triple throw twist figure skating pairs move. <laughs> <laughs> you land it beautifully, full marks. Thank you.
0: Is there anything else you'd like to do?
1: I think that's it. Um, I yeah, I can't. All the weapons are manned by people who are better at magic than I am. So
0: all right, the Drake that is caught in the claw is going to attack again, but with disadvantage and gets a 12. The lightning arc that it shoots from its mouth just disappears into the sky. The other two that are still trailing behind will do the same, and both of them hit with a 20 and a 19.
5: That's unfortunate.
0: And they hit for a total of 17 damage. Do not like. And when it hits, um, the lightning will shoot through the ship. You'll see all the things flicker. The engine will stutter and then stop. The power goes out and you all feel the eclipse start free-falling down towards the ocean below. And we'll go to Info. Info, what are you doing? You can feel the twice-as-heavy-now ship falling downward. Luckily, I think it still falls at the same speed.
1: I think that's how things work. It'll accelerate faster, but...
5: Yeah, terminal velocity, something like that. Marble, yeah. Marble and a and a watermelon, same speed, something like that. Yeah, I don't
1: fucking know.
4: What even is science? Since, Since we don't have any power, there's not really much info can do from there. Uh, also, because you have doubled the size of the ship, it will take
0: twice as long to get to the engine room, because it is now twice as far.
1: <laughs> do we think we got smaller, or do we know what happened? <laughs> we all just adapted very quickly.
5: I think, I mean, I think everyone in the same room, which is everybody but Solred, I think, uh, as... (laughs) Solred's the only
0: one very Yeah, Solred's
5: the only one that didn't see Info do that.
1: like, were these beans inspired? (laughs) Solred's like, what was in those beans? Solred might have
0: thought she shrunk. Info, what are you gonna do?
4: Oh, boy. Um, let's see. We're falling. We've got one in the claw. Um... (laughs) <laughs> Let's see, I need to be inspired here. Gravity uh, is
0: fast.
5: So, gravity be fast. That's what I always say.
1: Even in space. Wonder what
4: would happen if I jettisoned the gondola. Don't
1: do that. That's our escape pod.
4: That's where people are. Look
1: with us in it or just. Well, no, I
4: mean, it's all empty. We're all in this ship here. Uh, No, that, that wouldn't work.
0: That's like a philosophical debate. You made one item larger. Is the gondola separate from the ship? At what point is an object separate? I mean,
4: Rodney was plugged into an outlet charging, so he could be <laughs> double the size now.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Now it's philosophy.
1: Well, and if the sensors are bigger, then couldn't we sense things twice as far away?
4: Somebody's in there, right? I don't think anyone's in the gondola. Well, I was thinking I could eject, and it would fly back and, like, hit something, <laughs> like, hit one of them, but I don't think that's how physics work. Uh... Let's see where is the airlock.
0: The airlock is in between the the gondola and the the regular ship cuz the entrance is through the gondola. Like
4: do we do we have like I mean if we had to do maintenance outside on the ship would we just use the one airlock to rule them all to go like out or is there like a hatch like a maintenance hatch or something on the top or bottom? Well there's
0: an airlock hatch from the entrance door which leads into the gondola and then there's another little airlock tunnel from the gondola to the main ship. Oh
5: my god. We're gonna go out on a spacewalk?
0: Uh, you're not in space. You're in the middle of a storm falling above a giant ocean. Is
5: he gonna go
4: on a. Free Info fall? wants to do some like epic uh, air surfing on top of the ship.
1: So just like some, some light uh, skydiving.
4: Some recreation. Be, let's see. Would it be possible for Info to get out on top of the ship? Fast and Furious 11 over here.
0: Because everything's so much larger, it would take at least a turn just to get into the gondola another turn to shut the airlocks and get outside, and then you have to try to not fall off.
1: When was Vin Diesel in a spaceship that was free-falling into the water?
4: Vin Diesel never dies. <laughs> yeah, Info's gonna try and go outside, so uh, Info's gonna make his way towards the, the airlock there. Alright, so
0: Info runs out of the helm into the satellite room, which is above the sleeping quarters, through the airlock, and you end your turn after you have just reached the starboard gondola
4: anything else i would like to use a uh, disguise self to make myself look like one of those oh drakes my God. <laughs> okay yeah so i will do that because that will not affect me physically interacting with objects
0: okay so you have to have the same basic arrangement of limbs so you're like cosplaying as a lightning drake all right it is shepherd's turn
5: Which is unfortunate, because, man, I have been looking at, like, everything I've got. And, uh, to be honest, I don't have a whole lot I can do. I've got this claw, but, I mean, we don't have power, right? So I can't really, like, do anything with this claw.
0: Yeah, in order to restore power, you'd have to make an engineering check on the engines.
5: Yeah, I don't think I'd even make it there in time. I... I'm assuming that Soul Red's down there with Apricot. They've got this, they've got as many wrenches as they can handle. Um, uh, I'm just, I'm kind of looking at like my fun features and shit right now. Just kind of seeing how wild we can get, but I mean... Yeah, I don't have anything super cool uh, to do from here and with the engines falling how's the controls of the uh, the claw like if I leave this will it continue to hold the drake
0: Um, yeah so when the power shut off the claw was already in the clasped position so it is still holding onto the drake as you all fall and the drake is being pulled downwards with the ship
5: okay uh, then I'm going to hop off the claw, and I'm just going to start making my way towards the engine room to see if I can help in any way, and that'll be my, that'll be my action move.
0: Okay, you can get about halfway there, so you'll be able to get there next turn. All right, Whiskey, you have been pulled up to the same level as Ava, and now you can access the controls.
3: With no power, can I still cast using the, the, um, sonic hammer?
0: Um. So no. So the ship is powered by the crystal coil that you would normally be sending the energy through.
3: Huh. Well, there's no way that Whiskey's get into the engine room before we're all dead. Um,
0: okay. So yeah, I guess you can uh, try to launch an attack through the spell core.
3: I will. I will try that because there ain't nothing else for Whiskey to try. Nope. I, I had my one good roll. I guess I'm going <laughs> to break open some real dice
0: now. So yeah, you put your hand, you put your hand up against the the in, the encasement that has the crystal coil in it and it's like hot to the touch and it kind of like burns your hand like because this energy is kind of overheating the system. All right, Solred, you are in the engine room and though you do not know w- what happens, you can imagine that it's probably something to do with these drakes and you were all dropping
2: yeah, so basically everything got bigger around her, and then this like surge of electricity rushes through the ship, and then she can just feel us plummeting, and it, like the lights are all dim now, and she just looks down at Africa and is like, "Uh, hey, Ab, Is it just me or did everything get bigger?" Uh, uh, and she like rushes into like the engines, and she's gonna attempt to repair them by like directing apricot to like some different areas to maybe get some help
0: (laughs) all right go ahead and make an engineering check see if you and apricot can get this done
2: uh that's an 18 on the die yeah well so Solred had a chance to take a look at the the manual and i think that she knows it uh, if the engines go down, it's, like, one of a couple of different things. And so she goes to, like, where there's some the wiring, um, like, uh, I'm picturing, like, basically, like, a like a breaker box. <laughs> and she, she, she just, <laughs> it works every time. She just, like, kind of cracks that open, and she's uh, uh, making sure that everything is, like, situated where it needs to be.
0: Yeah, you're essentially able to determine that uh, just like before, the problem is too much energy being forced into all the systems at once. So by turning off the breaker, disconnecting it, and reconnecting it, you're able to make sure that the energy is going where it's supposed to go. And suddenly, the um, just in time, as Apricot leaps out of the little side of the engine, it'll start kicking back on, and the uh, magical energy from the crystal coil will basically reactivate the ship
2: see apricot sometimes you just gotta turn it off and turn it back on again
5: yeah you just gotta flip the breaker and
0: <laughs> the lights will flick back on and the, suddenly the ship is going to just go to a halt as it stops falling immediately and I'd like everyone to make a dexterity saving throw Let's see if you fall
1: I have plus 7 to dex saves and I got a crit failure you're
2: like in the process of eating oh, whiskey shit. and all of a sudden you're like
1: Whoa! I got a crit failure but like plus 7 I don't know how. Huh? That
5: helps. You really did just need to flip the breaker. (laughs) Yeah. My deck saving throw is an 18 total. Info got a 13.
4: Info 13.
1: In the event of an emergency, yeet yourself before you yeet
0: others. (laughs) Whiskey got 12. So the ship does stop falling, but um, Ava, you were not expecting this, and you do lose your balance, and you actually fall out of the big seat onto the ground. You're not hurt or anything, but you're going to have to clamber back um, to your feet next turn by using half your movement. So you are currently prone. Alright, and is Soul Red going to do anything else?
2: Uh, I don't know if there's much else that she can do. She's probably not going to want to leave the engine room if we're still in danger of that happening again. So, um, yeah, I think she'll, if she has movement or whatever, I think she'll just kind of just double-check everything to make sure everything else is running smoothly.
0: All right, and as you're double-checking, you'll see on one of the crystal displays that is in the engine room, um, the sensors are showing that those four blips are now very, very close, and you're actually able to look out, and you see the silhouette of what looks to be three winged figures. Um, One of them is kind of up and above, and then there's two that seem to have something hoisted between them that they are carrying and there's like a platform with some sort of machine on it and you see a fourth figure on that machine um, and they seem to be moving in close Uh, it's kind of hard to tell what they are but the four figures seem to be winged and they also also seem to be smaller than the drakes
2: she gets on the magic (laughs) comm and she's like Uh, are y'all seeing this?
0: (laughs) Well, we go to Ava, and Ava, as you are struggling back up onto your feet, you can also see the display, and sure enough, it looks like you see three Aarakocra, two of which are hoisting some sort of platform that has some sort of machine on it, and there is a fourth Aarakocra on that machine.
1: Okay. So I'm assuming with, with my movement, I'm able to get back up? Is that a fair assumption?
0: Yep, you can use half your movement to stand
1: up. Okay. And, like, clamber back up into the chair. Okay. Does Gary have a way of, uh, I guess, if they're not in a ship, it wouldn't be a matter of hailing the other ship so much as it would be just, like, yelling? Like, does Gary have a, a loudspeaker, a megaphone? It might be hard to hear over the storm. Damn. I'm just
2: picturing in, like, Sea of Thieves, you have, like, the option to hold up a megaphone and, like, one of, like, the phrases is, like, friend or foe. And it's just Gary like, friend or foe.
1: <laughs> I think I would still like to try uh, and just say, like, uh, Gary, can we try to uh, – so that's not my character voice uh, – Gary, can we try to get the attention of these bird people and let them know that we're here to help them and we would like a little help as well, please, with these drakes? Now relaying message. Friend or foe?
0: Friend or foe? Friend or foe? You just hear Gary's, uh, not his voice, but you hear the sound of Gary just make, making this signal out into the storm somewhere. You're not really certain if the if they're able to hear you or not. Um, you do know that your ship does have the Lord's Alliance emblem on it, so if they are friendly and if they are the Aarakocra, um they should be able to recognize that you are from the Lord's Alliance. Okay. Anything else?
1: I guess that's... I think that's my action, yeah.
0: Okay. We go to the drakes. The drake that is stuck in the claw is going to be panicking now, and it's actually no longer relying on its lightning attack. And it is going to like bite and claw and wriggle its way out um, of the grasp of this claw. And with the 16, it is able to kind of bust the claw, kind of open a little bit, um, damaging the claw and fly out. And you do notice it's like flying um, not straight. It seems like it has been injured pretty badly through all of this. The other two drakes. Um, which are much higher above the ship since you were all falling. They don't seem to be paying much attention to the ship at this point, and you actually see them all um, flying towards the figures that had just approached. Um, The drakes are going to launch lightning attacks at the figures. One of the drakes gets a nine, the other one gets a five. Um, Neither of the lightning attacks connects, and then you will... Um, Then we will actually move to the figure's turn, uh, the, the, the four that had approached. You will see a red light appear at the center of whatever this machine is, and suddenly a large red blast of energy is going to launch from this machine and hit for a 21, and you will see this large red energy blast shoot through the sky and just hit one of these drakes directly. The drake will fall and start spiraling down before catching itself, but you all are able to kind of determine it does seem like these are the Aarakocra. And this is some sort of weapon that they have, some sort of weapon they're flying into battle. Right after this happens, you'll see the Middle Aarakocca that is not holding up the platform, flying straight towards these drakes. And though it is much smaller, it seems to be holding some sort of large spear that looks to be maybe 10 or 12 feet long. And um, it's not going to be able to get to them in one turn, but it is flying straight towards these drakes quite fearlessly. And now it is Info's turn.
4: All right. Um, so how close are they here to me? They're like toward the front of the ship there. Kind of.
0: You all all, all dropped quite a bit, so you're actually really only maybe I would say 200 feet above the surface of the water, where these drakes and and all these birds and things are much higher up in the sky. You all fell for a good six or seven seconds.
4: Alright, well, they're out of range of everything, and they're engaging those guys, and since I look like a drake, I don't really want to go outside if they're shooting drakes. Um, So... Info will kind of, like, poke his head out the airlock and go, nope, and then back down into the uh, airlock, and uh, that'll be my turn. Info's just going to be like, nope, and back down. Okay, Shepard, what are you going to do? Uh,
5: like a cartoon, as soon as the power comes back up on the ship, you're going to see me skidding to a halt, dust clouds coming under my feet. And I'm going to turn and <laughs> run back towards the claw. Try to get back up and climb back up in the seat. <laughs> and I think since it was a movement to get to this far before, I think it's probably going to be a, a turn to get back to the seat now. Uh, I want to get back in that claw. I'm going to use it as much as I can while I can.
0: Okay. Um, so, yeah, you're able to use your whole turn to run all the way back to the helm. <laughs> you get to the claw and you can use your action to try to use it. The only thing is, you're, there's nothing close enough. Nothing's in range of the claw. The drake right. that escaped flew away, um, and it is... I know it's hard to show height and depth on this, but it's, it flew up into the sky.
5: Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of position myself on the, uh, the controls again and just really hope that the power doesn't go out and I have to run back again. Because I'm pretty winded at this point, to be honest.
2: Could they, like, hold an action that, like, if a drake comes within range?
5: Yeah. C- Jeremy, can I say if a drake gets within me, I want to punch him right in the face. I just want to punch him.
0: So you you would like to use the bash action with the claw Yeah. I, wanna... um, I will say the claw <laughs> is broken. You can bash. I don't know how good it would be at grabbing anymore until you repair it. You can definitely bash. Yeah, things, I just want to,
5: like, <laughs> flail it out and just punch... I want to punch something with it. The paunch.
0: Yeah, you can paunch in a minute.
5: <laughs> All right, I'm holding my action to paunch.
0: All right, whiskey's turn.
3: All right, and we're within 600 feet of Drake's, or are they further than that? Yeah, you are. Then uh, I'm going to try that firebolt thing again. I think that one might have hit.
0: All right, a 24 will hit. Are you going to try to attack the The Drake that was injured and is fleeing, or the two Drakes that are about to engage uh, with the Aerokra. I'm thinking
3: one of the ones that's about to engage with the Aerokra. Okay. I feel like these folks might be helping us, and I want to, you know, help them back.
0: Do you want to attack the one? Do you want to attack the one that got hit with the the red laser beam, or the one that the Aerokra with the spear is charging Um, towards? The one that
3: got hit with the laser beam. Okay. So that is 14 points of damage.
0: Okay. So you launch a fire bolt through the ship's weapon system, and um, the same one that just got blasted with a red beam of energy from the front now gets hit with a red beam of energy from the back as you hit it with this fire in the middle of the storm. Um, you see it suddenly kind of like its flight pattern changes drastically, and it starts spiraling, and you just see this thing, like, dropping down towards the ocean essentially. Um, you don't know if you killed it or if you just injured it pretty badly but it's it's definitely falling at this
2: point enough. Alright, well I feel good about that. So at this point there's not actually like damage to the ship, there was just like the time where like the like the, everything went down and then we brought it back up, right?
0: Um. So the ship has taken only nine damage. Or no, it took a total seventeen. Which isn't,
2: like in the overall like HP of the ship is not a lot, right?
0: Not no, not a lot. And it would have been to the engine, so I guess the engine is down by seventeen HP.
2: I think if I could, what I would like to do is like hold an action that if they do knock the engines out again, that like I could bring them back up so that way we don't have to go like a whole turn with people not being able to do anything again.
0: Okay, yeah. If the engines go out again in the next within the next round, you can. Uh, try to fix them.
2: Okay, cool, because, yeah, that was like a long term <laughs> Nobody could do anything.
0: All right, then we'll go to Ava. Ava, there's still one drake that seems to be uh, in the fight, and it looks like it's about to engage with this Coker that is, though looking quite fearless as they charge a battle, much, much smaller than the drake.
1: Uh, well, I would like to try to get us within range of it, because it's not very uh... I was going to say sportsmanlike to let other people finish the fight that we started. So yeah, I just want to swing around and get it close enough to it so that uh, at least Doctor Shepard can uh, use that action.
5: Punch. I think it's called.
1: Okay,
0: so you're able to you're able to kick the thrusters back on, and um, the Eclipse will start to raise back up into the air away from the ocean, and um, you're getting closer and closer to the uh, fight. Did you want to do anything
1: else? Um, I don't think so. I think we're we're within range now, so I guess just whoever was waiting for that.
0: All right. So the Drake that um, got hit and was falling—it it does not seem to be to be dead. After a few seconds, it'll catch itself, but it does seem to be retreating. Um, at this point, there is only one Drake that is still being aggressive, and it is flying straight towards that Aerocobra, It is so close that it is not gonna use its lightning attack. Instead, it is going to attempt to attack him with a melee claw attack, and it does hit with a 20. So the Aerocobra in mid-air is going to get bit by this drake. Let's see what happens. And it takes 10 damage. So you'll see the two of them connect, and you see essentially the Cokra just slam right into this drake, and then the Aarakocra begins to drop. Um, and after a few seconds, the Aarakocra will catch itself, and when it moves on to the Aarakocra's turn, it is going to fly upwards underneath the drake and try to strike it with its spear for a 13. It does seem to miss. Um, It seems like it took a pretty big hit from this Drake, and so it's a little disoriented. The other Aarakocra, however, um, the two of them are just essentially like leveling this platform that has that uh, machine weapon on it, and you'll see another red beam start to charge up. And with a 19, another large energy blast erupts from this machine, and it does connect with the Drake. For 17 damage, you'll see this large blast, shoot through the dark sky, hit the drake head-on, and then that drake too will begin to spiral downwards towards the ocean waves below. And I think that is where we will end this episode of Eclipse. (laughs) Hey everybody, this is Jeremy, your DM. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Eclipse. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as we did when we recorded it. The plot is really starting to take off now, so I'm super excited to get deeper into this story. The next episode of Eclipse will release in two weeks, so make sure that you're subscribed to Eclipse so you never miss an episode. And if you've enjoyed Eclipse, please tell your friends about us. Go wherever you like to get your podcasts and leave us a rating and a review. We have gotten a lot of downloads and a lot of positive feedback, so I really, really appreciate all the support. You can keep up to date with all the Eclipse content by following us on Twitter. That is at EclipsePod. We are super active on there. You can also go to TheEclipsePod.com, where you can learn about the show and the crew and all the awesome voice actors that are playing the characters for Eclipse eclipse is part of the majestic goose podcast network so you will want to check that out as well we're home to over a dozen podcasts and streams we have everything from actual plays to talk shows we even do a live nerdy craft stream every week so we really do it all here on the majestic goose network we release new content six days a week with shows like doom clock one shot onslaught halfway to hero dice talk Roll for weird and many, many more. So go to majesticgoose.com and check out all that awesome stuff on there. You can check out our weekly streaming schedule and just come say hi to us. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time on Eclipse.
5: I'm making it all caps. Paunch it.
4: Falcon.
1: Paunch.
4: A Majestic Goose
1: Podcast.